This is Ray, Manchester United supporter and P1 supporter. Fuck the rest of the league. Red Devils are going to win this shit. Peace out, baby. Oh, and you're listening to DU Football Show. <laughs> you know, uh, Mel, that's actually strangely appropriate today, considering they probably are considering that they've already won the league. <laughs> yeah, they feel like they have, definitely. There's a few more matches to go, so I think some people might want to debate that fact. At but, least. And I'm sure they're feeling pretty good. They just forget that Southampton draw. Let's start the show. Born in the land of Bowie, Maryland. Bred to be a fan of fucking Everton. Punch you in the eye and drink your rye. Sam Houston. Sam Houston? Arsenal fans have another Sam. Great AA, the fucking Gooner Graham. Stuff of a lord. Looks great in shorts. Sam Grammy. Sam Graham. Hello and welcome to the Drunken United Football Show, a completely biased recap of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. I'm your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me is the joyous, celebrating, happy, frankly, just fucking relieved, Samuel Graham. You're on the board, buddy. You're on the board. We are 1-0 in the Premier League this season, my friend. <laughs> As everybody was saying, the league started this weekend. Oh, the league started this weekend. Yep. Okay. You know, the first three men fuck all. Didn't huh? count. Okay. Well, I, I would say there's three shots of Malort that would beg otherwise. Oh, well. Just let me have it, please. Just, just this once. Just let me have it. <laughs> We're recording at the DU Public House just outside the nation's capital. You can check us out on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, review, and share with a footballing friend. Uh, while you're at it, go to our uh, YouTube channel and hit a quick uh, subscribe over there. That definitely helps us out quite a bit. And if you want to see uh, an incredibly intoxicated, shirtless Samuel Graham read you a transfer list, you can see that too. Um, our draft show is on there yep. and our super show is on there as well. So we've got a bunch of stuff on our YouTube channel. Uh, you, you have something to say, Producer Mel? I'm just enjoying the seltzer. I actually okay. like this one. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a few moments. So uh, should you want to chat with us, there is many ways that you can. Sam, tell the good people how they can get in touch. Absolutely. On uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, we are at Show, And then Show at gmail.com to get in touch via email. Very good. And also, of course, remember to check out the DU Drip Shack for all of your DU apparel needs. We are, uh, find us on all of our socials. We have links to the Teespring account there. Yep. Except it's T Public. T Public. That's right. Because you told me that and I can't get it out of my That's fucking right. head. We're going to do Teespring in the new year. But this year, 2021, it is T Public. And then 2022 will be Teespring. For the spring. Hover that finger right Hover them and, up right here. Right, and, this one right here. Hit it. Save myself, but working the wine and spirit industry and both have a deep, passionate love for all things distilled spirits. So as the red-blooded Americans we are, we've got to have a drink in our hand throughout this show and every single show. And even when we decide to be low-rent and trashy, which is the case today. Sammy, what common-ass shit are we uh, doing? So we have, can you actually pass me that can so I can read about it sure because this is the bud light seltzer flannel pack uh, for hashtag uh, basic basicness <laughs> um this is the the apple crisp we're, we are tasting all four we got the variety mm -hmm. pack and so, we're going to talk about them throughout the show whenever we crack one yeah so um you'll get a couple of different rounds of this today they are five percent by volume 100 calories um uh, this one's the apple crisp 
This is, I've had, I already hate them. seltzer. This is the best of them. So, yeah, this is actually the best of them. It's, oh, the a marshmallow low, it's a was, low bar they're setting, but it's a bar that will not be beat the rest of the night. What's 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 weird with this one is like you you talked about it when we had it the first time. You can taste the butter. It's That's very weird. not a word you should say. I gotta no. say that you're it, talking about a seltzer. It does exactly what it says in the can. It does taste like apple crisp. But, it's just more buttery than I was expecting. You know what? You're right. It is saying exactly what's on the can. Doesn't mean it's what we want. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, this is offensive. <laughs> so, I, I don't know I how much it. I, I don't know how much it, it cost me for a twelve it? pack. I did. I don't know how much it cost. I just bought it. That's I walked it. up to the counter and I said, "I mean, if anybody's charging you for it, they should be ashamed of themselves." I said, <laughs> "I need my UGG boots and my infinity scarf, and I'm living in the one threes and five, Sam. Why? Because you're a basic bitch. Because I can't even, motherfucker. <laughs> I can't even. You can't even. That's." Uh, <laughs> Uh, I think this is where you should pop our uh, TikTok cherry is with this stuff tonight. Oh, Jesus. No, I'm not prepared (laughs) to do that kind of. That's going to take moments and opportunities and organizing. And it's just, it's so buttery. Yeah. So buttery. And I guess that's, that's what you want from an apple crisp. But I was kind of hoping it would be more just, you know, apple and cinnamon. Like a light cider kind of deal, and it's no. It was all, it's not even like very seltzery. Like it's kind of flat. Yeah. It's not even, I, which I I actually don't mind that part of it because I right. I always like to say that seltzer tastes like how I imagine white noise to taste like. Oh. Right. And let's go ahead and uh, <laughs> which one is pour this? a second one. Oh, uh, this is one of the very disappointing ones that you were very excited about. Pass that on to Sam. I got fresh cups each time. We don't want to taint the palate of oh. the last seltzer against. God forbid. We are uh, enjoying the maple pear. Oh, this one, Christ. Mel went, I bet you this one will well, be good. I did. Okay, when I heard about the maple pear, I was like, hey, guess all what? right, that sounds it's good. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mm. oh, God, I can't finish this one. It tastes like a candle. Ooh. It does. You know what I was going to say? It t- you know the, the Eggo waffles that already have the syrup on yes. it? Yes. Mm-hmm. It tastes like that uncooked, just like you let it thaw. Dude. <laughs> you didn't cook it. You just let it thaw out. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Sam Graham, that is a very astute observation. Circle gets nice. the square, 100%, Mr. Graham. 100%. That is what that tastes like. Yeah. Mm. Thawed maple Eggo yoga, uh, <laughs> Eggos. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, uh. Seltzered. Now, Sam, uh, basing off of uh, last week's friendly little debacles via Zoom, and tonight, what should people always do? Drink responsibly, guys. Because <laughs> yeah. we sure as fuck are. You know the easiest way to drink responsibly? Buy yourself a 12-pack of Bud Light <laughs> Seltzer. <laughs> you won't have more than three, promise. <laughs> you will not. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a hard one yeah. to finish. Uh, fuck you. There's four more of these left, and they're going to have to go away somehow. <laughs> What I'll probably what I'll probably do soon? Uh, just, yeah, I'll, I'll ice people. <laughs> it's like I'll be yeah. like, "Crack, here you go. You're drinking this fucker. <laughs> Take a knee, put it down." <laughs> yep. All right, let's get into it, Sam. There's a lot to chat about this weekend. Yeah, CR seven. Uh, I mean, come on, the the big clubs are rising up the table, and you know, Sam, the story is CR seven. Peacock fucked up the stream. CR seven. Okay. Uh, hey, how about the sound? Your rivals lost. That'll take. All right. Good enough. Manchester United four, Newcastle one, Crystal Palace three, Tottenham nil. Uh, the prodigal son returns. 
and scores the easiest fucking brace anyone ever. should ever score. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, I mean, it was always going to happen. The, the shame is, is Mounier, what's his name? Is it Mounier? Mm-hmm. How do you say it? Yeah, Mounier. Was a great goal for Newcastle. Right. Uh, uh, and then Bruno Fernandes, his yeah. goal's not even going to be talked about nope. because CR7. I, uh, Sam, <laughs> I actually would like to think that um, Newcastle helped CR7 score those goals. Like, they're like, well, shit, he's inside the six and the ball's coming to him. We should probably just let him have it. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. No shit. Yeah. And it was Mankio for yeah, Newcastle. Mankio, I, fu- I fucked it up. No, it's fine. Mankio. But yeah, no. It was, Newcastle played their part in it for sure. <laughs> let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I would I would say for Newcastle, um, let's if you have Colin Wilson out there, there were opportunities for Newcastle in this game. And I think that if they had their main point man in there, this game's maybe a four to two or a four to three. Yeah. I think there's maybe some more goals. This um I can't decide <laughs> if United were actually good or if Newcastle were just made those couple of mistakes. Because the rest of the game, honestly, I thought Newcastle was decent. They they seem to be standing up to most of what Manchester United threw was these little moments. And when you have somebody as ruthless as CR7, mm-hmm. you're going to be made to pay for those little mistakes where, you know, if that was Burnley on the on the receiving end of those mistakes, it probably would have been one nil tops. You right. know, Newcastle right. still would have been in it. But you have, you know, one of the most ruthless strikers that's ever lived. Um, facing you, you're in trouble. Well, and he also doesn't have to do much. No. Being That's in front true of the now. goal. Yep. That is his job. Absolutely. There is plenty of tools around him. And let's face it. I mean, you mentioned Bruno Fernandez's goal and how great that was. Pogba, another two fucking assists. Yeah. I mean, just he is feeding every fucking goal right now. Every goal. Which is weird because that's also not really his game, to be honest. He's like the pass before the pass. You right. know what I mean? The pass before the assist. I mean, but he's just making it happen. But it's it's working all of a sudden, and I mean, I think he spent so much time jockeying for a move away. I don't know that we've ever seen the real Paul Pogba at Manchester United until right now. Well, I think it's because he actually has pieces around him. Why did he do? Why does he play so well when he was with France and underperforms with all the other club teams that he plays for? Well, he did, he did well at Juve, but he also had Andrea Pirlo <laughs> next to him. You right. know. Um, I think part of part of the the issue too is he can't go anywhere else. He's not going to go back to France. He's not going to go play for PSG. It's not going to no. happen. No, right? He wants to play for Real Madrid, but Real's broke. Yeah, there's so this no is chance. This is it. This is his only opportunity. His only opportunity. I know what we're going out on tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you get one shot. Heard <laughs> one chance. Well, I don't. I don't know. There, there's a debate for. Uh, I want to sex you up by color me bad as well. well. So. <laughs> that is a good song though, too. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it, it's so now. I think he's been kind of even if his hand was forced, he's now focused on what he's supposed to be doing. He has pieces around him. He maybe wanted to be the main guy, but doesn't really have the capacity to be the main guy. You know what I mean? And now he's able to kind of trust his teammates and. And we're seeing the best out of him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, here's an odd question. I didn't write this, but I'm going to go ahead and ask this to you now. Um, Why are we not completely convinced by Manchester United with their start, but we are completely convinced by Chelsea with their start? Um, I think a lot of it comes down to the manager Mm -hmm. and how unconvinced we are of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, just in general. Um, I also think pound for pound, you know, I mean, it's easy to take the piss out of Slabhead. Um, he hasn't really had a proper partner. Mm-hmm. And 
Varane, we, we talked about it before, has been vocal in the past about not wanting to come to Manchester United when he's been linked. He's also a little older. He's already won everything. I don't mm-hmm. know that we're necessarily convinced yet that he's the sol- the defensive solve for their, their issues. Yeah, again, Newcastle but, had opportunities. But those behind him in Bailly and Lindelof just aren't as good. Right. You know, and, and Slabhead can't do it on his own. So the resurgence of Luke Shaw has been a big plus, but mm-hmm. for a while, you know, that left side was an issue. You know, for for a long time after Sir Alex left. Yeah, but so, what's crazy about that team now, as you look at it, they're two to three deep in every position except for Fred. I mean, that's true too. But you know, the other thing is Chelsea was already good, right? We knew that they had some issues. They were bringing in some young talent. Da 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 da. Spent some money again finally after not doing that under Frank. They got a proper manager in, and they're they're the reigning European <laughs> champions. I mean, there's there's yeah. no doubt that without that Champions League victory, there may be some more questions about Chelsea than there are. Yeah. But the fact that they they pretty much waltzed their way to that trophy, right? You know, and beat City doing it is <laughs> the much more convincing in my opinion. But I, that's I, true. Really, that's, at the end of the day, I think it boils down to the manager. Well, I would also say let's look at the um, who all they've had to play so far. Um, you know, Chelsea's already had to play a couple of uh, bigger matches and they play another big one this upcoming week with uh, with Tottenham. Um, United has had it pretty easy so far. And their next big one that, that I mean, honestly, really their first big match that they're going to play is Everton in the first week in October. So they've got it pretty easy for the last two weeks of September as well. Yep. So they could easily be sitting on first place and sitting on first place, maybe even with a three or six point lead yeah. at that point. That's true. Um, but they do go to Everton and that'll be a nice test for them. And for them, honestly, that's a very comfortable test because you should be a better team on paper than Everton. Um, now you got to be concerned because you're going to Goodison, never an easy place to play. Rafa's going to have the boys up for it, yada, yada, yada. But <clears throat> it's better than having to play City for the first tough game you play. Right. You know? Yep, or City and then Chelsea back-to-back, like I did. Very, very short-staffed Spurs stumble today. That was such a lovely sight. I don't think I've seen Tanganga ever play the middle before. I've always seen him play. Like, I mean, that tells you how short-staffed I think think he wants to be a center back. I think that's what he (laughs) thinks is his most natural position. But he's been playing on the right. They brought him in as as a replacement for Serge Aurier. Ah, got it. Um, So, but what a moment. Getting a red, and that completely—I mean, not necessarily turned the game on its side because the the midfield is really where Tottenham were lacking and couldn't get control of that game at all. Before the red card, Palace was bossing this fucking game. Right, I mean, Palace was bossing. This Harry game. Kane looked like he was up front on, alone on an island. Mm-hmm. Really, it was it was Tanganga that that shifted all the stats and everything else so one sidedly into Palace's favor. But it was it was it took that red card. There's a check and it's blank. And it says pay to the order of Chelsea Football Club. And it should just have question mark where the dollar sign is for Connor Gallagher. Yeah. Again, he bossed this entire fuck. Absolutely. Right. The f- just buy him. Buy him fucking now. Whatever the print. Just bring his ass in. Yeah. Palace Palace needed uh, needed that type of player to help out. Mm-hmm. They've always had uh, Luka Milivoy- uh, Milivojevic. I think mm-hmm. is how you say it. Vojevic. 
is a good player, but he's getting older, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't have the capacity to mm-hmm. do that anymore, right? Oh, you said so to put Coyote in the this, uh, yeah. in midfield, and, this, and McCarthy this kid, and MacArthur, and just old. They're, they're just, just old. older. Yeah, this kid is now the second coming here, it seems, and 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 he's really beefed up what the wingers had always offered. He's yeah. now, you now have somebody solid in the middle that can uh, that can create. Well, he's all over the place. Very busy, decent in a tackle, can pick a pass. And obviously, as we've seen from the first couple of weeks, he has an eye for goal. And it allows Zaha to do what Zaha does well. Exactly. Which is work the outside, frustrate people, which is exactly what he did to Tanganga, which is where the first card came from. Yep. You know, just fucking with people. He doesn't have to carry the team on his back anymore. Yep. There's people around him to do it. Um, Vera's got these boys fucking humming. Yeah. Any questions we had about them early on, fucking answered. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I, I, I'm not to say that this is going to be a fucking battling for Europe no, team, but but I don't think so either. The effort is there. The desire is there and the ability is there. But again, we've seen and we talked about it last time out was <clears throat> over. If you take their first game of the season and look at where they are now, each subsequent game, they have gotten better. Not just better. Notably. Oh, yeah. Better. He's notably actually better. coaching these kids, these yeah. people, and, and they're starting to click and. They still have Eze to come back. Yeah. And look at the debut from Edward. The signing <laughs> from Celtic. 12 seconds he comes in. 26 seconds, whatever it was. Yep. Scores a goal. Gets a brace. Then again, a few minutes later. It, it's it's absolutely. I if, felt bad for the other guy making his debut. I forget his name now. But if, if only someone. On right after Edward's goal. If only like, someone uh, in our fantasy league had the wherewithal to go. Hmm. Let me go ahead and pick up that guy and drop somebody and have waiver wire trash yet again. Oh, oh, that's me. I did that all last season, and then, too. And then you left him on your bench. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I still got him. <laughs> it's not anybody else's points. And uh, and and there was no chance. That, dude, Kenny got CR7 and and already had Pogba on his team. Like, I had no chance. Right. No chance. I was I was losing this week. It did not matter what happened. Regardless. Yeah. Much like Mel in Division two. She was winning no matter what. It didn't yeah. matter. She got CR7. Pretty much. You're like, yep, he's going to score some goals. They're at Old Trafford. And yeah, yeah, whoever's playing the team, the person who got CR7, that team is getting their first win of the season this year. Yeah. Well, because Kane certainly hasn't scored me any friggin' points. Yeah, and Lord only knows. Yeah, he'll, he'll come good, though, once that midfield gets sorted out for Tottenham. Well, I mean, let's face it, just everybody was hurt. Everybody was hurt. Of, yeah, I mean, their, their midfield was terrible i mean harry winks was the best one of the lot and he's i'm still not super convinced by him other people talk him up a lot i'm not convinced by him at all i'm i'm not either i i haven't seen anything that makes me go wow yet and i'm still surprised very obvious flaws to his game and i'm still very surprised that spurs have never sent him out anywhere it's like let him go figure that out in with you know a lower uh a lower uh premier league side and they'll never let him go anywhere ever you know what i think they should start that midfield every game (laughs) <laughs> heard you'd like that one. I would love that. Very Especially much. in a couple of weeks when it's Absolutely. the uh, North London. Oh, that's okay. You'll fuck it off anyways. You can only manage to score one goal. Barely. I'll have you know that goal was a banger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a banger from one inch out. Well done, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Obama? Uh, Obama Yang. <laughs> oh, goddamn Obama. <laughs> the show, well done, Obama. <laughs> That's fantastic. The name there. Um, uh, hey, Sam. What the fuck, Peacock? No shit. Manchester City 1, Leicester 0, even though I wrote in 1. Uh, Wolverhampton 2, Watford 0. Arsenal 1, Norwich 0. Uh, admin, not our strong suit. But see, I changed it on the fly, and I admitted my fault, Sam. So there you go. 
very reserved match between uh, Manchester City and uh, Leicester. The only problem was is none of us got to watch the first half of that game. No. And none of us got to watch the first half of Wolverhampton and Watford. And none of us, namely someone who pays for this service, who happens to be an Arsenal supporter, got to watch the first half of Arsenal Norwich. So it allowed me to do it about halfway through the first half. Ah. And what I did was I signed out. It wouldn't let me log back in. So I changed my password and then it was fine. Huh? Yeah. Uh, here's I did idea. the I did the forgot password thing and it, I changed my password and then it worked after that. Here's so I don't know what they had some sort of crash or data breach or what, but it ended up being okay and I got to see most of it before my daughter's game started. Uh, it doesn't matter. Um, you're gonna put everything behind a paywall, and people are gladly paying for it. Make sure it works. Make sure it fucking works. Yeah. What everybody does not want to see is a sad-eyed puss in boots going. Sorry, connection not working. That is not what people want to see. So I bounced around and kind of watched a little bit of everything because I was going to tune into uh, uh, City Lester. Kind of glad I fucking didn't because yeah. really there so was nothing to there this was game. Twenty five overall shots in this game, right? Um, there was uh, eight shots. I'm sorry on target uh, from City and just one for Lester. Yeah. It was just City was cruising. It just there was no. I've never seen Lester be so toothless. Yeah. I mean, it was, I, I'm still astonished. They were putting balls over the top to Vardy, but then nothing would, nothing come would happen. It. Nothing would come out, which, which if we remember from last year, they put a ball over the top to Vardy. It was goal, goal, goal. Yeah. Oh, take I mean, Vardy off another goal. When he like, went, right. When he went out for that surgery on the hernia, it's just, he has not been the same player since he's come back. He hasn't been scoring goals. He hasn't looked like he's been moving freely. Um, so I don't know what's going on with him, but uh, he needs to get better quickly or Lester don't really have a plan B. Yeah, because Eniacho seems to have dried up after he finished last season phenomenally. Uh, they got the uh, guy from Germany. Um, Dede. Um, I don't remember his name. They uh, brought in another striker. I don't remember doing the transfer show, so I no, couldn't tell you. You probably shouldn't. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go ahead and start pouring the uh, next one here. Oh, great. The uh, What everybody loves, old pumpkin spice, baby. Ugh. Except for the John Oliver show. show. Do you, uh, did you watch that at all, Sam? Do you watch John Oliver's show? I do not. But I, I now obviously have HBO, as we've previously discussed, so. off air. So I should start watching it. So John Oliver, every year in the fall, when it becomes September, they do this, you know, pumpkin spice latte. Every Pumpkin spice in your yeah. face. Put like, it in people my are talking. Veins. People like, are talking like, yeah. I'm, you know, I don't get all the buzz about the pumpkin spice latte. And then the voiceover comes over. No, show your face. Pumpkin spice is awesome. I need more of it now. And then finally it does the <laughs> even Bud Light has gotten into the game with their seltzers with a pumpkin spice seltzer. They cut to the voiceover guy like picture of him. You've never seen him before. And what? Then, what? Really? Yeah. What? Seriously, guys? Like, <laughs> that's funny. That's not that. Oh, y'all just ruined it. And then cries and walks <laughs> off. What's, you ruined it. You ruined it for everybody. You ruined it for everybody. That's funny as shit. Oh, there we go. Uh, let's right, so uh, let's try we, in honor of poor voiceover guys. Get that, into wolves here. Um, yeah, a little mm, pumpkin mm. seltzer. I kind of. If it's not bad, if the maple pear tasted like a candle, this definitely tastes like a candle. If we're gonna, if we're gonna keep doing this dumb shit with stuff that we don't like, we really need to start reaching out these to these people to pay us for it. <laughs> heard, heard, heard. <laughs> this one, okay. <clears throat> ah. 
Yeah, there's like a gluey aftertaste, isn't there? Yeah. It is. It's got a very sticky, a sticky sweet aftertaste. But the first few seconds when you put it in your mouth is lovely. And then reality sets in and it just, it's not, <laughs> it's not great. It's not terrible. Uh, I could drink this easier than I could drink the maple pear. So that's my commentary. <laughs> Isolate all of that. Uh, insert joke about <laughs> Texas and... Yes, it's very good. I'll just let you all fill it in. <laughs> that, from that, there. That, that just uh, that 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 checks all the boxes right there, doesn't it, Sam? For us, our our twelve-year-old uh, oh, immature um, humor that that, yep. that ticks all the boxes. It keeps us young. Wolves finally win. It took an own goal to get them started, though. It did, uh, but they dominating performance to to begin the game. Opening what twenty-five minutes or so was was mm-hmm. completely wolves. Uh, Watford really didn't have a sniff. Um, I couldn't even get out of their own half reel except for one, maybe two counterattacks. Uh, but it was other than pretty much walking apart for Wolves. I mean, I wish I had something more to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no. But th- there's really not. No. Um, well, I, I actually do have some things to talk about. Um, let's first uh, chat a little bit more about Wolves. Um, you know, getting the second goal, which is important. They they look good. They look convincing. Um, the system is working. I, I think we were both in agreement that the best winless team in the Premier League was clearly Wolves. Um, yeah. They're a lot better than their record says they are. Absolutely. But if you don't score goals, you're not going to win you games. You can't win a game, you yeah. know. Absolutely. But for, uh, Francisco <laughs> Sierralta mm-hmm. uh, was the unlucky recipient of the own goal, yep. which is not his fault. Right. Be honest. The two players oh, in yeah. front of him should have cleared that cross. Yeah, well, and the then, ball <laughs> fell to his foot, and he's just trying to get it away. It was like a just, diving header. Yeah. It hit him in the head. But he, I don't know why he was stooping. I don't know why he put himself in that position. Mm-hmm. But um, the two players in front of him should have gotten to it. And he oh, obviously yeah. thought they were going to because he was terribly unprepared for that. Oh, yeah. His uh, body was all out of sorts. <laughs> all, at, all at sixes and sevens. At. But um, uh, Huang. Mm-hmm. What I mean, a goal from Huang. <laughs> it's all about the Wang. It's funny Mel started off this bit with that. <laughs> Um, really that just, goal. That goal was smooth, not sticky or gluey. Uh, uh, <laughs> he slid that goal right in. <laughs> it penetrated the goal line very well. <laughs> oh, oh, one fuck fucking dick joke. That's all we are. It's just one, one big d- dick joke. That's yeah. it. One big dick joke. <laughs> um, but I mean, just schoolboy defending mm-hmm. again to allow him to score there. All right, so here's the question then. L- let's turn it towards Watford. What is Watford's identity? They don't have one. It's- Nigel Pearson beat it out of them and then left, and they're like a battered, you know, <coughs> you know, person. They they're traumatized. It, it's like they don't know what they're supposed to be. Yeah, and what's his name? Cisco in it. Mm-hmm. He just apparently is a, a lovely man. Right. By all accounts. But Watford don't need a lovely man right now. They need somebody that's going to whip them into shape and get them organized because they're not. I feel they're like all over it's, the fucking place. What, in my watching of them so far as a club, I just feel like it's here, Sar, go win game. We don't care how you do it. Right. Go win game. Go, and that's, that, that's your job. Go, prob- Sar, go win the game for us. The problem is this Mile Sar is not CR7, is not Lionel Messi, mm-hmm. is not, you know, Edison Cavani from from five years ago. Well, and he also plays he, to the wings, so he can impact the game down one side, but it's very simple. You can overload that side. You can ice him out. 
you put a good wing back on him and you can shut him down. Like you need something coming, penetrating the middle of the field. And it just doesn't feel like there's anything right now. Well, there's nothing penetrating the middle of the field really. And wolves were so organized that they essentially were the cold shower to the one sided, uh, lopsided erection. <laughs> uh, see, you you included the word erection. You had to keep the 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 innuendo going. That's the whole point. Yeah, so. uh, when there's an opportunity to use the word erection, erection needs to be said. Very good. I, I'm like I said. I, I'm very quickly becoming concerned for this team, and uh, a big one. Actually, very 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 big game coming up next week for them, as it's them and Norwich and. And probably fancy Norwich right now. Norwich definitely looked better uh, against us than they did in the first few games of the season. They were mm-hmm. they were pretty toothless. Now that being said, we were pretty comfortable uh, in possession. We didn't really give up too many shots, but there was about a ten to twelve minute stretch where Norwich was kind of all over us. Yeah. Um. To be honest, but we we dealt with it well. <laughs> the worrisome part is this is probably the closest to our starting eleven we're going to have, except right. for Ainsley McNiles. Um, you would imagine Thomas Partey would start uh, once he's fully, fully fit. Right. Um, so that's a little concerning. But we also, these first three, four weeks of the season, have, haven't have had our full complement of players play together. Right. So all of this time with learning each other and getting better uh, together, they haven't had yet. You know, various people have missed training due to COVID. They've missed games due to COVID. They injury here to Partey with his ankle. And so now you can start to see these last week, 10 days, uh, and over the, the international break, these players are now playing together, starting to learn each other. Some of the little flicks and tricks were coming off. Mm-hmm. There were, you know, they, they are starting to get an understanding. Um, so, and, you know, oh, I don't care who you are. Andrews Townsend, sit down. What a goal by Aubameyang. There's going to be... At there's least, the there's, rose-colored glasses right there, baby. <laughs> there's at least two contenders, okay, for goal of the month. Mm-hmm. And it's Andrews Townsend, who we'll talk about a little bit, and Pierre Mkabamiang, uh, cousin to uh, uh, former President Obama. And you uh, think, you think uh, from what you said Obama, earlier. You think Yang's going to go ahead and uh, uh, inch him out, huh? <laughs> Could Which be. Pretty brilliant, huh? <laughs> I, here's, here's a question for you, Sam. I, do you... <laughs> I mean, obviously, a win's a win, and at this point, you start the season 0-3, you just need a fucking W. Do you wish it was two or three? Do you really wish there was a little bit more emphaticness on this? Absolutely. And and not even just that. That that obviously is is huge. But our performances have been shit. They've been very disjointed. I mean, we had our lowest possession in like history yeah. against City. And That's, and you're and you are a possession based team. Right. Which so it's just not good. It's not a good look. Um, but at some point you just have to stop the rot. You just have to you know, you just have to get something right once, right? right? And just, we can take that and build from it. it. But the level of performance was a lot better. Like I said, minus about 10 or 15 minutes, we were in complete control of that game. Yeah. And that was something I was going to mention on the Norwich side of things. It's if ever there's a chance, you're a wounded animal, you're in the corner, right? Fucking show more than you did. Yeah. Even Even if you're controlling the game, I mean, just knock you like hard tackles knock your asses around make you fucking earn getting into the offensive half of the field like just burnley you up a little you know yeah. like if ever there's a chance okay we're here here's our opportunity because all it takes is one and if we score one and we score first they're gonna crumble and you can't tell me 
you probably wouldn't have crumbled. Yeah, absolutely. We I guarantee we would have crumbled if if there would have been so much pressure on us because mm-hmm. the crowd also would have turned. Yeah. And you know, it would have turned into an away game. Yeah, absolutely. At that point, you know what I mean? Cuz the the they're laughing at us, their fans, and then our fans are yelling at us. It, it just it happens all the time. That's one of the most cynical places on the face of the planet is the Emirates. Why this team is going to be going back down Norwich. Norwich? Yeah. Because there's there's an opportunity to show a little gumption. Just a little something. I mean, you could still lose, but lose one nothing in like a dog fight. Yeah. You lost one nothing where you were good for ten minutes. Right. Exactly. That's not good. It's not good at all. Yeah, and, and speaking of that Watford <clears throat> game, uh uh Norwich Watford next week, a, a relegation six pointer. Um, I really Watford has was that Cucho, is that his name? Um <laughs> that has a moment in him that has mm-hmm. you know some decent skill that has you know some sort of semblance of an idea josh king knows front. how to score a goal in the prem yeah you know uh, he hasn't for a while because you all you know traumatized him yeah but and then they have sore should have done I, better he should have done better for uh old carlo but this is he went all mafia on his ass right this is not the timo pookie that we saw two years ago no no this is also not, nor should we expect it to be either though. also he is getting up there when d is gone who created a lot of those opportunities. I mean, when D is off to, oh, uh, yeah. you know, um, Ben Godfrey, mm-hmm. who was the only person that showed some semblance of defensive quality last time they were up, mm-hmm. uh, was, it was fucked off to you all. Um, Tim Krul is very obviously not the same goalkeeper that he was. Yeah. I mean, he's getting a little older as well. It's, there's problems all over this pitch. And I think Daniel Farka, <laughs> in my opinion, gets more credit than he deserves. Um, now, I know they don't really have the greatest budget in the world, and they don't have, you know, the the draw to Norwich isn't fantastic for, you know, you want to live in London, you want to live in Manchester and Liverpool and these big cities. There's Norwich, and then there's <sighs> Norwich. Right. And then just outside of Norwich, it's, it's Norwich. It's farms. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing. There is nothing. <laughs> right. So it's just like, what are you going to do here? How are you going to attract these players, you know? Yep. And and it shows. I think we're looking at two clubs that are probably. It, it's funny you can already feel safe in saying that they're probably going right back down. Yeah, it, I would. T- I would tend to agree. Uh, it, especially I, you look if at I was Cisco, of- I'd be worried too because mm-hmm. Watford love sacking a manager. Because yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, all things being equal, Brighton knows how to survive. Southampton know how to survive. Palace knows how to survive. Burnley, Newcastle knows how to survive. Burnley knows how to survive. Who are you displacing? Right. Who are you displacing? I don't see anyone you're displacing. Well, we've gone through multiple times, and we've said before that everybody bullshitting, take trying to take the piss out of me about oh, Arsenal's getting relegated this season. Look at them, you know, if they continue on a bad run, they're they're going to be hurting. There are three teams. I guarantee you, there are three teams worse than us in the Premier League. Yeah, and that's what. What's the old thing about running from a bear or a lion or whatever? Right. I don't have to be faster than the lion. I have to be faster than than you. you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So even if we finished in 17th, there are three teams worse than us. Well, that's good to know. We you. are not getting relegated. I promise. That's good to know you know where you're going to stand in 17th I'm just, place. I'm just saying, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me. But that Norwich and Watford, for me, are going back down. So before I can call you mid-table problem, Sam, you realize you need to actually get to the mid-table, right? In 16th. Rounding out the rest of the league. And oh, so that happened. West Ham nil, Southampton nil, Brighton one, Brentford nil, Chelsea three, Villa nil, Liverpool three, Leeds nil, Everton three, 
Burnley won. Uh, West Ham Southampton was a fucking dud of a match. I wrote, wow, interesting. Antonio with a ridiculously bad tackle. Yeah. <laughs> that is the extent of my notes. Uh, Armstrong put one off the post. It was a nice little hit on yeah. that fast break, but yeah, fuck, fuck all. Uh, it was ter- Nothing happened that day. It was, it was bad. And couldn't be a worse time for, for Antonio to get a red card, too. I, I know. What a ter- I mean, it was a truly... Now, Smokey's going to be mad at us because uh, uh, I'm going to take the piss out of him a bit here. Um, he said, uh, Antonio's not a forward, he's a defender. Let me tell you something. That was a forward's tackle, if I've ever oh, seen yeah. one. Uh, oh, yeah. That, that foot was high. That <laughs> was way up there. Uh, that was a definite forward's tackle. So any any idea that you had, uh, uh, sir, that that Antonio was uh, still a defender, you're, you're sadly mistaken. He is firmly a forward now. But And that's... That was the most exciting part of the game and having in the 95th minute. Um, also, so the other... Minute, uh, he doesn't need that. That's not his shot. That's your uh, shot, girl. We, we'll get to that in a moment. We won, please. I'm um, sorry. I'm just so used to handing the shot right <laughs> over to Graham that it was memory. Cool. You know what? I've gotten really used to. Not doing a shot yet this season. Thank you very much. Oh, here we go. <laughs> um, you know what? I'd rather finish that maple can than hear you Oh, that, that maple can's empty. Than hear you gloat. That maple can's empty. You got to work on that pumpkin spice there, killer. And then we got toasted marshmallow getting ready to come up, too, because I figured that'll be a perfect compliment to my lord. Um, <clears throat> I did say uh, first test for Man U would be Everton. Uh, correction, they are playing West Ham next week. So that'll be a test. But also, if West Ham doesn't have anybody to score a goal. Right. If they don't have Antonio, they're a much different prospect. Now, I mean, but, they, but that also being said, it's a Moyes side, and you know what Moyes is going to do. Moyes is going to make it real fuck tough oh, for yeah, you to score he, a goal. And he loves making it tough on Manchester United. He loves did it from his days that. at Everton. Mm-hmm. He actually gave them good games when he was in charge of Sunderland. Mm-hmm. He yeah. loves frustrating that team. Well, because he, he wasn't given a fair shake of a stick, right. in my opinion. I think he was trying to prove himself worthy to take over when he was with you all. Yep. Right? Because it was one of the worst kept secrets of football that Sir Alex wanted him to take over. Oh yeah. Uh, when he retired, but then there was very reactionary from, uh, from their board to, to, to get rid of him. Oh, he deserved longer than he got. He, he certainly did. So every time oh. since then has been proving like you shouldn't have gotten rid of me kind of, you know, but so it's, Sorry, it'll I'm be an interesting game. That passing one. out, uh, um, toasted marshmallow. By the way, everybody. that pumpkin spice, the more you drink it, the, the more it, it you, that waxiness, and yeah. it really does. Like, it's a pumpkin spice candle. There you go. And there's that one, so you can take your pictures later. Brighton Brentford, welcome to the Prem Beast. Like, this is, is there going to be games like this? This there's is be, what happens. There's going to be games like this, and there's going to be games like this where you play a team a la Brighton, who, who's been here before. They know how to manage exactly this game. They know exactly how important these three points are right now. Right. Right now. They know how to get these yep. three fucking points. And this is, you know, Brighton, if you would have played Palace a week later, you'd have gotten your asses whooped. For teams, for teams in this sort of, I would call it 14th through 20th, mm-hmm. right? One thing that they got to learn and they have to learn quick is to win ugly. Yeah. Brighton has learned how to do that now. Burnley Arsenal has, learned how to do that this week. Burnley has done that for years, right? Yeah. Palace has done that for years. These are Newcastle, tried and Southampton right. know how to do it. Brentford is still trying to figure it out. And I, I told you, we said this from his first press conference. 
when he said that we're going to play our way. We're going to play the style that we like to play. We're, we're not going to change gonna up our be, tactics. There's going to be days like this then. Well, right. Exactly. That, you know, but I said, you're in for a fucking rude awakening. If you think that's going to be able to happen. Now, I still feel good about them as a whole. I think if there's any, a relegated club always stays up. My money's on them to be the one that stays up. That's probably fair. Um, But I, boys realize you got a handful, you know, you know, and, and Frank realize, you know, you've got a handful. You're going to have to adjust your game at times. You're yep. going to have to because Brighton got you like this. When you go and play City, City will put fucking nine on you and won't fucking care. Well, they did it to a team better than Brentford in yeah. Southampton. Yeah. Leicester did well, it to United Southampton did. also. Well, United did it, not City, right? It was United who put nine on them, I thought. I don't know. I, think it was I know Leicester did. Leicester did. Sure. Yeah. I think it was United last year. Okay, whatever. Either way. Yeah. You can't be doing this. You're going to get caught sleeping at the wheel, and and you're going to find yourself in a very difficult situation to get get out of. Now, for Brighton, great rebound. Oh, yeah. You had a real uh, performance against Everton. You looked very lackluster. Yeah. Good, gutsy win. Way to go out there and get it. You went into somebody else's building. time as well. Fucking got it done. Good on you. Well, well fucking done. That's, you know, that's. You're considering, you're continuing the trajectory you want to make. I feel a lot more confident when you talk about that bottom half of the table, feel a lot more confident about the two El Gatwico teams than I do about a lot of the others. Absolutely. You know? I, I very mm-hmm. much agree with that. Yeah. Although Southampton's playing gutsy, but I just don't know where the the wins are going to come from. So, Che Adams has always been kind of streaky. <clears throat> yeah. And this new kid. Uh, Armstrong had the the great goal in the opening ga- uh, day of the season, but he's been not fantastic since then. No, no. So not at all. Uh, you wonder where. I mean, Danny Ings did a lot of winning of games on his own, and you kind of surprised uh, that they sold him. I mean, obviously for him, he wanted to go. He wanted to be at a bigger team, no. uh, and he got that move. Yeah. But they didn't really adequately replace him. No, I and, well, and you're going to worry about where the goals are coming from. I, I I like Anderson and and Adams, and I you know you like Ward Prowse. He just yet I, I question the overall defense. Uh, uh, the one uh, I think it's Salasu who's played in the middle, who who is why they let Vestergaard go. Like not bad. I mean, it's a whole lot of okay, right? It's not a lot of great, right? It's a like and it's a whole lot of okay, good enough for the Premier League. That's what you have to We've wonder. We've both grown kind of bored of Southampton over the last year yeah. or two. And yeah, a, a little bit. I mean, what, I like what Ralph is doing, but I'm not necessarily sold on them. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's hard if the board doesn't properly support you. And yeah. All you right. Know. So before we go ahead and get into uh, Mel's uh, loss and well, the pair of three nothing wins here in the second for the big clubs, uh, I have cracked the final seltzer, the toasted marshmallow. Which, oddly enough, when we tried these all, went, might be the best of the bunch. And why is a toasted marshmallow flavor the better one? Because <sighs> we all drink it at once. I hate it. Doesn't taste like a candle, at least. That's, there's no waxiness. It tastes like it's perfumey. It, it does taste like a toasted marshmallow. I will give it that. I am curious. Just why does a toasted marshmallow need to be in a clean seltzer? Like you know you, the like seltzer is me. ultimately a vodka soda, right? Supposed why? To be, yes. Right. Why, why would any like 
Nobody would drink marshmallow vodka and soda. There is a marshmallow vodka and a whipped cream vodka. Maybe people do. Yeah, but they don't mix it with soda. soda. They mix it with something. They mix it with orange juice. They mix it with Sprite. They mix it with something sugary. Crazy motherfucker out in Idaho that likes to mix, you know, whipped cream, pinnacle whipped cream, vodka, and soda. Well done, Bud Light. We know where you got your inspiration. One crazy fucker in Minnesota. Speaking about Said, the Midwest. You, oh, I know. You betcha. I like to drink the uh, marshmallow with the sodas. That's that's my personal favorites. Now, speaking of the Midwest, I need yes. a little bit more meat button, please. Uh-huh. The, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> sandwich. It, it tastes like lotion. He's exceptionally That's the first proud time I've ever done that. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Now I know why you're a tyrant. He, I got <laughs> one little taste of power and I feel great. Hey, hey. Was it like was it like a Christian on a beach? <laughs> Seeing a couple of girls, they made your pee-pee move, so you, you got a little frustrated. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> the um no, it, it tastes like lotion to me. Yeah. It tastes like um like regular like jergens. Reese. You know how like coconut to me tastes like banana boat sunscreen? Mm-hmm. This tastes like standard ass lotion to me. Uh resounding thumbs down on all four of these, right? Yeah. I mean, it's probably one of the worst experiments ever. Yeah. Question. <laughs> when uh, you lotion up your arm, do you lick it? No, but you can kind of, you know, most of taste is by smell. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you can kind of get that flavor in there a little bit. Hey, Mel, remember, Sam rubs the lotion on its skin. Yeah, Because he knows he'll get the hose if he doesn't. And then he licks it off, clearly. Put the lotion in the basket. Or else he gets the hose! <laughs> All right, so it's pretty safe to say that uh, seltzers have jumped the shark, right? Yeah. Like, this yeah. is... I, I mean, it, it came out so fast and furious. And the same thing with canned cocktails, too. It's like, I think big liquor brands were kind of late to the party. And the, the brewers made better ones. And, and even the just, wine brands were late to the party, too. Yeah, yeah they, There's a couple wine spritzer uh, seltzer things out mm, there as well. All yeah. I know is there's people out there enjoying them. And by people, I do mean you, Robin. Now, all that being said, all that being said... <sighs> Is uh, that's a good one because <laughs> Robin listens to it. It's yeah, be great. that's a good dig. <laughs> um, the there is a um, I, I want to say it was Aleworks uh, did a seltzer um, with Warhead candies, and they're sour seltzers, and it's like a lemon, a cherry, a grape, and I forget the last flavor. Uh, the next time I see those, do we want to take to a, be an apple, right? I'm not. It might be probably an apple. Yeah, yeah it would be an apple. That's the best that warhead. That would make sense. Green apple. So you guys want me to uh, Is it up? official? Did Warhead actually partner with it's them? It's got the Warhead logo on Fuck it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm in for that. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll pull those. I'll, 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 Anything's I, better than I know. I know a couple of my places that have it. I'll, I'll pull a four pack of that Oof. and we'll do those on. Uh, but don't you feel better knowing that you tasted some awfulness to be part of a pop culture movement? No. Speaking it makes of, me hate myself. Speaking of uh, I'm gonna tasting have to put awfulness. A, I'm going to have to put a sheet over mirrors in my house tonight. Heard. <laughs> I don't want to look at myself. Or <laughs> <laughs> don't even want to look at yourself. <laughs> Sam is sick of himself. Yeah. I'm wondering what's going to happen when I chase this Malort shot with Ooh, toasted, toasted marshmallow. marshmallow. Let's get to why you have to uh, you know, do really a Malort funny. shot. It would be really funny. Mm-hmm. If it she did it, just bang, bang, right oh, back to, to back. And it tasted, it tasted like fucking unicorns and rainbows or something. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! Then there's a reason why we have to buy the toasted marshmallow butt lights. We figured out why this. Excited now. We start doing a boiler maker of Malort and fucking butt light toasted marshmallow seltzer. (laughs) Brilliant toasted marmalort. I guess. Now you're you're building this up. It's probably gonna suck. So let's just remember that. Um. 
it, Chelsea's a fucking juggernaut right now. I know. It, They're it, a fucking juggernaut. Um, Villa were proficient, though, even though they had uh, a smaller amount, a lot smaller amount of possession, actually. But they had a ton of shots. They, they had their chances. Oh, yeah. What was it you said at the end of the match? You would have felt a lot better about two than three. Oh, yeah. You felt like that should have been a two nothing loss. Should have been a two nothing loss. You felt not, better. Not a three nothing loss or a three one. Like if we had gotten one point in there, like I was hoping Watkins would be able to find the gold. Build some almost did hit yeah. the post, didn't he? M- missing the Emmys, missing the Emmys doesn't help. Other, no. but but the positive out of that was, of course, you have um, Watkins and Ings playing together, and uh, it was pretty. And did Danny's uh, Danny's. Danny Smith. Why am I forgetting his name? Why am I forgetting Danny Ings? Danny, no, 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 no. The coach, the coach. Why Dean I, Smith? Oh, Dean, Dean Smith. Smith. I was forgetting the coach's it name. It could not be the more generic <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, Dean. Dean Smith. Good old, good old Dino is flat out said, expect us in more 4-4-2s. Expect both of them to play it next yeah, to each that's other. That's great, and they should. They they really should. They they looked good. Um, People were worried about them stepping on each other's toes a lot, and they're, they're, they're not, not at all. They've settled right in, it seems. Yeah. Ings and is Ollie's, play- Ollie's almost back up to fitness finally, too, so we should be getting a lot of them in the in the next few weeks. Where has Ings always been successful? He's always been successful at a two-man system. When he has a partner, yeah. When he was at when he was with Southampton, it was a two-man system. When he was at Burnley, it was a two-man system. When did he fail like crazy? When he was at Liverpool in a, one, in a lone top guy yeah, role. He also only played like seven games. He's always hurt, fucking, like hurt. fucking crazy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, I mean, they're... they're <laughs> There's a lot of season, and I know I always do the whole, like, when is City going to lose bullshit? Like, I would always, please tell me when this team's, like, they look fucking incredible. I know. They look fucking incredible. I think they will lose at some point. Of course, of course they will, but, like, they already passed the first test, a gutsy fucking draw, you know, at Anfield, like. Well, I, that, I fancy them. I fancy them against Spurs this uh, next upcoming weekend. I, I fancy them to beat the shit out of Spurs, frankly. Yep. Especially I fancy, if Spurs has no one back. I fancy them over uh, City because they've always had City's number. What has City done to really improve? Right. That's going to change how they play them other than maybe the first time they play them, they'll be real pissed off because they've cost them a Champions League and they've cost them a title would be the, the thing. Yeah, but, but City like, still don't have a center forward. And I mean... Honestly, where I see where I see somebody like Chelsea slipping is they'll slip to a West Ham, they'll slip to an Everton, yeah. you know, they'll 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 slip to they'll slip to a Leeds. Like that's that's the team they're going to slip to. That's the team they're going to have. Yeah, but how much of a lead will they have before that happens? Yeah, it's true. It's true. I just they they are playing they may so be well. well and gone by then. You know what I mean? Um, I am living for all the memes. By the way, that just very simply say, um, uh, Tuchel pointing had had with Werner going. You see what Lukaku do? <laughs> That's what you need yeah. to do. Don't put it out for a throw-in. Put it in the net. That's where it goes, in the net. You know what my father was famous for, uh, coaching my brothers and sisters and stuff, and, and me when I was young, um, is he would always, if you missed high or wide, uh, and then he used to give it a little extra if you just kind of shaved the post on the outside. He, uh, as he was coaching from the sidelines, he would just yell at whoever took the shot. Between the poles, <laughs> like that. <laughs> oh, thanks, Dick. Yeah, I, yeah. You don't think I know that? Yeah, thanks, thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. And he used to do it as loud as could be. Voice would carry. Everybody could hear it. You're embarrassed to shit the entire time. It was horrible. All, All right, right, well, let's, uh, do it. let's do my shot. I'm going to do uh, the Malort, followed by the Bud Light toasted marshmallow. Nothing says fuckboy more than this up the villa. Sam, I got a great name for this combination here. 
I mean, she still has more Malort to finish there. Ooh, she went back to it. It's tough. How is it? Actually, kind of canceled each other out. Like, I don't get... I don't get the... Me have your marshmallow. I'm going to take another sip. I don't get the bitterness, because the bitterness is coming back, but the marshmallow seems to erase that. Yeah. Okay, so the toasted marshmallow apparently... Uh, counteracts the bile flavor. I've never, I've tried so many things all these years to try to counteract that Malort wall oh, and toasted marshmallow. <laughs> like that. Not by the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a name for this. Yes. What it's is it? The short back pass. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, so technically it was a tuna loss because if Tyrone Mings didn't do that bullshit, y'all would have been fine. Yeah. Would have been okay. <laughs> It's so unlucky, too. You saw it was a bad first touch. Mm-hmm. Um, ball really shouldn't have came to him, to be honest with you. But it was a bad first touch, and then he panicked, and it was a very bad second touch. Oh. It would have finished by Kovacic. Oh, good, good, good news in that regards is uh, Emmy was quarantined, because if Emmy wasn't quarantined, he definitely would have put his nuts in somebody's <laughs> face and gotten a red card. Uh, when he, y'all were, he took somebody when y'all out. were going back and forth with T Public, T Spring, mm-hmm. T Public back earlier in the show, I uh, I avoided it, but I really wanted to make a tea bag joke. And <laughs> I thought I figured I'd just save it for Emmy. Well, because it's <laughs> always about Emmy. <laughs> Emmy Emmy loves him a tea bag. Um, <laughs> Liverpool. We uh, thought that their midfield was going to be really bothered by leads. They were not bothered at <laughs> fucking all. <laughs> uh, so this was a pretty interesting game. Um, Leeds still had a few opportunities. Oh yeah, but but Liverpool really dominated the game. Um, overall, in my in my opinion, at least, you felt like it was going to be a little more frantic, and it really wasn't. It, it felt like Liverpool really had their hands around it the entire time. Yeah, but the 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 one thing I did start to think after about the first twenty minutes or so, twenty five minutes, was uh, I I really fancied this to end in a draw, uh, actually, because Liverpool had come so close so many times, mm-hmm. it just seemed like it was going to be one of those days. Well, you know, I mean, you know good, what I mean. Good good thing for Mane scoring that third goal on his five hundred and fifty second <laughs> attempt on target. Yeah. <laughs> like. Nobody ran over to celebrate with him either. They were just like, fine, fuck, shoot again. I, Jesus I, Christ. He probably, he well, he was probably going through his mind, which is like, Jesus, I finally fucking scored. Right. <laughs> God. Yeah. And, and uh, all credit to uh, Meslier as well in that situation. Um, so to red or not to red? Do you think the injury caused the red? Do you think the overall hype of everything that was going on caused the red? Or do you think the tackle was really a red? I, I do think the tackle was a red um, because that was a hefty follow through mm-hmm. um more of like an uh, excessive force kind of violent conduct sort of way you know what i mean right but that being said I, th- I think he did take a little bit of the ball i think there's an argument that it could be a yellow with a stern warning the injury is always going to help uh especially with video review because the referee is now fully aware <laughs> of what's happening on the field yeah and he's seeing it again in slow motion. Everything looks worse in slow motion yeah, anyway. One, pro- one problem was is he didn't go to the screen to look. Oh, he didn't? I thought he no. did. No, he never did. Uh, Klopp, Klopp never gave him the opportunity to because Klopp had a hold of his arm and was talking to him the entire time. He was on his he was on his earpiece, but he never got to the video to look at it. Got it. But yeah, it's a shame for Harvey Elliott. It's, it sucks. 18-year-old, just getting into the first team. Properly, he's been in and around the first team for the last few seasons. Apparently, very close to what happened to um, Andres Gomez—a um, dislocated fracture—is yeah. what they're calling it. Yep. So 
Hopefully he recovers as quickly as uh, as Andres did because it was under a year for uh, him. He's younger, so yeah. that should also help. You know, uh, age is I, on his side. And I'm with you. I think there's an argument to be made where someone could say, "Well, the injury is what caused the red card because the ref never went to look at the screen, and there's all these people yelling in his face, and it just kind of." I think the follow through was enough to be a red. I think the first leg going up was fine. And then it's like, oh, was his follow through part of his body's motion? No, his follow through, he knew exactly what he, the knew what he was doing. Yeah. That was the that was the man of the ball, not both. That right. was, I'm going to throw my back leg into him to make sure he ain't going nowhere. And the yep. problem was. Now he's they, not for eight months. <laughs> they, call it an, they call it an ankle breaking tackle for a reason. Yep. And that's the reason why it's considered a red card. Because, mate, you broke his fucking ankle. Yeah, you broke his fucking ankle. So they, I was listening to Talk Sport today uh, in the car on the on Sirius XM um, in the build up to your game. They're just talking about the weekend's action and stuff, mm-hmm. and it, talking about the injury to Harvey Elliott. And I found that interesting. <laughs> the The line that was used was uh, a similar injury happened um, for Everton, obviously last season when Andre Gomez broke his ankle, and I was like, pretty sure he didn't do it to himself. <laughs> I just like how they conveniently left out. Son's terrible tackle. Yeah, yeah. That actually broke Andre Gomez's uh, <laughs> uh, 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 ankle, which is pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. The um, you can't fuck with the, the children. No, 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 and, no. It's, and they're idle. <laughs> Sam, fucking children. You have to think about the fucking children. This is exactly what you want out of Liverpool, right? They're, they're winning the games the way they're supposed to win them. Sure, there's going to be lots of questions because we wonder... Do they have the staying power? Because last year they had injuries and they didn't have the staying power. But as far as X's and O's doing what you're supposed to be doing, Liverpool Football Club is doing exactly what they should be doing. Yeah, absolutely. They, they sh- probably feel hard done that they didn't find a second goal against Chelsea and aren't 4-0 and aren't at the top of the table. But really about it. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, do. There really isn't a flaw in the performance that they had. Um uh, really, I mean, every team is eventually going to have a shot. It's just the nature of the game. But they were completely comfortable, in my opinion, the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, despite before the red card, it was kind of end to end. But Leeds just didn't really fully threaten. You know how that like people have chances, but you don't feel uncomfortable about it. You're like, that's easy. We deal with that. No problem. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I felt like Leeds had some opportunities, but there was it just I, I wasn't ever worried for Liverpool. Yeah, uh, and then the red obviously changed everything. And it, where where I say is, it's chance after chance after chance for Liverpool went begging, yeah. as I thought it was just going to be one of those frustrating they couldn't break them down. Right. But um, once that first goal went in, when does the damn break? Right. And then once it did, boom, you see what happens. Even Mane got a fucking goal. Yeah. <laughs> after 537 <laughs> attempts, he, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question uh, first, but I'm gonna ask it to you and then give you my answer and then let you answer as well. Should we start being concerned about leads? My answer is hell no, we don't. I'm with you. I, I completely agree. Um, <laughs> They've started the season. They had three very tough games. Yep. Burnley, you wish you had gotten, but Burnley, Burnley, you. Right. And, and you, what, let, once and you, you get, let them. Once they get Bamford scoring, I think the dam's going to open up for him personally. Yeah. I see him with another 12 to 15 goals a season. Um, he just uh, made his debut for England uh, uh, in, during the last um, international break. So his, his he's got to be buzzing, right? He's he's got to be excited. He's in and around the team. I think it's going to be fine. Yeah, I, I think leads are going to be okay. All right. Well, let's finish this up because we have really went longer than we thought we were for uh, these games. But we made, also had all made the, a lot of dick jokes, and we also talked a lot about Bud Light seltzers <laughs> for no good reason whatsoever. Burnley come out strong, 
get a goal early in the second half. Looks like Everton's about to get burn lead. And then Everson went, fuck your burn lead. Fuck your burn lead. <laughs> Three goals in six fucking minutes. Yeah. It was a, <laughs> an, an incredible, an incredible uh, few minute stretch. Ben me on his 200th appearance uh, mm-hmm. gets a header. Um, the, the most Ben me thing Ben me ever does. Yep. That's exactly what you expect him or James Tchaikovsky to do. Absolutely. Every other game you expect to see one of them put one in. 100%. And, um, and then uh, Everton decided, oh, yeah, we're, we can play football, too. Yeah. So they did. Uh, and, and very quickly after that goal was four or five minutes uh, yeah. scored. Um, four minutes after that scored yeah. again to take the lead. And then 25 seconds after that. Damari Gray uh, scores. Damari Gray to, to, yeah. to round it out. Well, and uh, the first one, uh, Keen header off of a great ball in from Andres Towson. Exactly why you got the guy, right? I mean, um. I, he, for me, he serves a purpose, right? He's going to be a bit player at most, but the beauty of him is, is he is going to occasionally do shit like he did for that second goal. Yeah, but he's also a, a, a very experienced player. Yeah. I mean, he's been in and around the England team during his career and everything else. He's a good guy to have around the dressing room. Um, and then he does shit like this. I was going to say, all joking aside for your boy's goal, um, <laughs> we, I mean, we already know who goal of the month is going to, right? <laughs> 30 yards out, not a laser, loops it curves it right into the upper the commentators he got the ball at about about 40 yards out and they went don't give him room he likes to goal yeah (laughs) it was awesome goal (laughs) it was just a what a great shot no goalkeeper in the world saving that no no it was and then he put it absolutely he put it on the other corner later in the game and uh pope had to come up with a brilliant save on that one yeah and then um decory with the i mean damari grace finish was season Demari Gray's finish was great, professional, well done. The boys on a roll, three goals and four games. It's all about Love the pass. It. That pass. It's all about the pass. He hit it so that it curved back into his stride. Yeah. And he dribbled on. It was like it, it was perfectly weighted too. It was like a quarterback handing a ball off to a running back. Was it, it was he, like he didn't even need to reach for it. Placed yeah. onto his foot. He didn't I mean, even need to reach for it. I mean, yeah. it, it just met him perfectly in stride. Like you said, it's, it's a, one of the. Best weighted balls I've ever seen. And then he's fucking able fantastic. to put his head up and just go. He yeah. already knew where he was going. There was nothing Pope was going to do. Pope could get big. All you have to do is just put it a little bit farther wide than him. And he did. And it was so, a good. so good. And then eight, eight minutes there, uh, there was almost another goal. Got called off sides from DeCorey. Like, yep. uh, so I, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Like, I mean, this is, this is what you're looking at the start of the season for Everton. Their first real test is going to be. When they play Man United the first week of October, the next few games are winnable. I mean, I, I would say Villa will be a test because they never do well at Villa. Right. But the next three are winnable fucking games, man. Yeah. They're winnable fucking games. They are. Everton could be sitting at the top of the table going into that Manchester United game. There's no reason why they couldn't be. No yeah. reason at all why they couldn't be. Well, there is, but I'll, I'll just let you have this one. It's there because you're all aren't allowed to have nice. Things. No, of course, <laughs> of course we aren't. Trust me, I know that because the last time we were top of the table, we promptly got our asses whooped by Southampton last year. So <laughs> I'm I'm very aware of that. But I I I hate to admit it, Sam. I hate to admit it. I, I'm starting to uh, spy into Rafa. Yeah, get it. Sure money. All right, this is the part of the show where we give you some betting tips based on what we're betting, mm-hmm. and that's always guaranteed to make you a lot of cash. I hit. You did. 
this weekend. I'm okay with uh, I'm okay with uh, you hitting because you hit on my team winning and now being in fourth place. And my team winning. And way ahead of you. Which never happens. Yeah. And Mel's team losing. <laughs> yep. womp, womp. <laughs> well, every time I bet on one of our teams to do something, they always do the opposite. So it was nice to actually get one of those right. So what are you up now? Uh, fifty six dollars. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Something like good. that. I think it's two fifty six. I have to oh. go back and listen to me. Oh shit. Okay. You're supposed to be keeping track of the black You're, book. No, no, I keep you track. Said, of, I keep track of my bets, not your bets. No, you said you were keeping track of it. Still. Oh, I'm not keeping track of my bets. I'm keeping track of my bets. This is your segment now, motherfucker. <sighs> we had this discussion in the pre-show. pre-show so, well, pre-show Graham, meeting. I can tell you this much: you are up on me by one whole american dollar i quit that's it i'm <laughs> done because i'm plus Lock it up i am plus 55 <laughs> um yeah yeah i'm pretty sure it's 56 oh now well, it's your your it's your segment are you gonna keep oh i'm ready okay? we're we we are, are connected now and our good friend pat is here and now it's time for our degenerate gambling friend pat's pick it a week pat what's going on buddy how are you uh, i'm pretty good sorry for stepping on that <laughs> you're good did you uh did you hit or miss this week I hit on two out of three. Freaking the Spurs uh, kind of screwed me from going three for three, which would have been nice. But still, I'm only down eighty five now. Well, that's not too bad. Yeah, turn it but, around. Hey, listen, I told you not to support Tottenham. That's you know pretty much well, how it goes. You know that was an ass kicking too. <laughs> Pat, I told you to pick Chelsea last week. You didn't listen to me. Yeah, right. Screw <laughs> <laughs> that. Hey, I didn't. I I was playing golf all day. Did uh, Everton win today? So did you hit on your bet? <laughs> uh, yeah, Graham hit on his bet. I Three did one. Yep, I'm in the positive. Never happened this uh, early in the season before. He's beating me by one whole American dollar. Really? So what is he up like sixty dollars or he, something? He's up fifty six. <laughs> I'm up fifty five. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is also the final time we're doing the segment because <laughs> this game is called I Win. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so fun. what do you got for us this week, bud? All right, so this one, uh, you know, I've never actually gone your route and done huge uh, uh, long shots, but this week I just figured I'm going to have a little fun. Uh, so I'm down 85, and I'm going to risk 15 whole dollars, which I guarantee I will be down 100 next week. But uh, if the biggest long shot hits, I'll be up $4,400, which <laughs> only risks $15. So I am going to parlay Crystal Palace beating Liverpool at plus fourteen hundred, and on the same time as the ten o'clock game on Saturday, Southampton over Manchester City at plus nineteen hundred dollars. Both those two, both teams in the last three seasons have beat those clubs. By the way, Pat. Yep. Oh really? I mean, I was looking at it. I mean, they're not playing terrible, but you know, that's the biggest long shot of. You know, so if I hit, I'm going to actually, I'll be with right there with you next week. If I hit, uh, I'll cash out and me and you can hit a, hit a plane for Vegas. I'll take my 4,400 and you can take your $60 and I'll, I'll, I'll buy your plane, plane fare. That'll work. <laughs> I guarantee you a half hour after we get there, you'll be asking me to borrow some money. <laughs> well, <laughs> a couple hours around the sports book, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there you but, go. All right, bud. I appreciate it. As all always. Right. Yeah, I will talk to you next week, and I will be down a hundred dollars. So I'll figure something out. So. <laughs> Very good, sir. Round number, nice and easy. <laughs> yep. I'll talk to you later. All right. Hey, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> Got him finally. You wanted to do it too. I know. Like, I, I finally did it for a while. I finally it's fun, did it. Isn't it? It is. Sam's on radio bits. <laughs> <laughs> I finally did it. All right. Uh, and now it's time for you. Yes, it is. Um, so. 
The only thing that scored uh, was Antonio scoring himself a fucking red card. Uh, so, but your boy <laughs> is still up uh, $55. Big Sam's Lock of the Week. My Dort Spira Cups of Losers says still up 55 Thanks, West Ham. And I'm going to hold you personally responsible, Smokey, for that one. <laughs> All right. Uh, this week, um, Sam, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but 33% of the time, it works. 100% of the time. Actually, 33.3% of the time, it works 100% of the time. Like my shirt says, from, from our wonderful Drip Shack. That's right. All right. This week, very simple, Sam. Actually, got. I was happy with the odds on this. Foxes to win at the Seagulls plus one fifty-five. That's not bad. That's a, I, that's great little odds. I mean, I don't think the. I mean, the Foxes didn't look great against City, but it's City. Yeah, and I would say the Foxes are better than Brighton. Yeah, like you're giving me one fifty-five. You're giving. It's you're not saying, bad. I mean, that's yeah. I, I'll, I'd I'll, take the mods. Fuck it, I'll take it. Yeah, I'd take the mods. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. All right. Uh, so I have my cup of losers from two weeks ago. Yes. Because um, we weren't together. Right. What was it? What that. did it say? Oh, it said it was dead before it even started. Heard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your four gamer was dead on the first game. <laughs> Yeah, never which even got very, off the ground. Which is normally a characteristic trait of most of your uh, four game parlays. Yeah, typically. So to avoid that, I'm only doing three again. Ah, oh, because it worked so well this last <laughs> yep. time. I got an away day three way going for United over West Ham, Chelsea over Tottenham and Arsenal over Burnley for a very uh, uh, generous plus 548. There we go. So a hundred dollar bet returns me 548 bucks. Love it. Well, that's a decent little segment. It is. Since you know I've took it over. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You, what, what makes it a better segment is Kitty the Chicken. So, Kitty was relishing Arsenal's first win of the season. And she sits at 2-1 and one ahead of everybody else on this segment. So this week, I gave Kitty Brentford heading north to Wolverhampton. Now, Kitty quickly pulled out an old photo of her backstage at the very first VMA in 1984. Go figure. Wow. She's pictured with Phil Collins and Robert Plant. And by the way, over the shoulder, you can see Madonna doing her famous Like a Virgin performance. Little known fact. Kitty choreographed that for her. The rolling around on the ground and the wedding dress bit. That was all Kitty. Go. Well, it, you know what? That tracks for Kitty. That, that makes sense. It does. Now, I'm, I, I think because we know that Phil, he supports the bees, right? And mm -hmm. Robert has been a long, lifelong wolf supporter. So I guess it looks like Kitty is going to be picking a draw this week. I like it. I thought it was choreographed by Dennis Rodman. <laughs> uh, I believe Kitty is also a friend of Rodman's, but no, she wanted to let me know that she took all credit for that. And uh, I probably should also let you all know to please always gamble legally and responsibly. Championship corner! I've fallen and I can't get up. Oh, no. It'll never get old. It just doesn't. <laughs> It just was a bit of a rough weekend for uh, those at the top. Yeah, Stoke, it was. Stoke did take advantage, though, um, as they beat Huddersfield 2-1, to one, while Fulham lost to Blackpool 1-0, uh, and fuck you, I'm Millwall drew with West Brom. Mm -hmm. So that leaves West Brom on top. Uh, Fulham did fall to second place on 14 and 13 points, respectively. 
and um, excuse me, Stoke remained in third, uh, uh, also on thirteen points, just um, on in third on goal differential. Right, right. Uh, other notables, uh, QPR, uh, recently <laughs> in the Premier League was uh, in fourth place now. Bournemouth in fifth, and Sheffield actually beat Peterborough six to two. Holy so shit, all those goals. games of not really scoring goals, I guess they were just saving it up to blow their load all at once. There you go. Um, yeah. So, but they, they still find themselves in 18th, though. <laughs> However, out of the relegation zone. There uh, you go, double A's. So there you are. The other thing, real quick, we had a small request uh, to talk about Walsall real quick. Yep, absolutely. Uh, uh, on our closed group, DUFC, uh, Drunken United FC, which you can find on Facebook, um, they are kind of... Mid-table, I guess. 16th in League 2. Um, of their seven, they've won two, uh, lost two. I'm sorry, won two, drew two, lost three. So kind of just sitting mid uh, middle of the table. Um, Excellent. Let's see what happens. Lovely. All right, well, that's going to wrap it up, boys and girls. Sammy, any uh, parting words? Not really, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, thanks, Obama. <laughs> You're quite welcome. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's going to wrap it up. Next up is injury time where we uh, talk about the beers we've been drinking and we preview the weekend's action. Should one want to find injury time, Sam, how would one go about doing that? Absolutely. You can uh, jump on the old interwebs and search www.patreon.com backslash do football show and sign up to one of the top two tiers. That is the $5 tier or the $9 tier. Um, And you will be able to access both. Injury time and our pre-show recording sound check, which is funny because it's actually our fucking sound check. Yeah. Half the time you get audio that's not there. <laughs> scratchy. Doesn't Other exist. Half the time you get a lot of personal confessions, a deep look into the dark, twisted soul of both Sam's. You get a very special sound check. Confessions of the personal nature, things that piss off producer Mel. It's a grab bag of entertainment. Yeah. Ton of fun. Excellent. And Sammy uh, sporting his Dort Spirex shirt. I'm wearing my 90, I mean, 29.7% of the time or 27.9% of <laughs> the time. It works, <laughs> works 100% <laughs> of the time shirts that you can get at the DU Drip Shack. Uh, check all our socials for the link. Until next week, everybody. Good night. Fucking new button!